And welcome to the show, Living with Climate Change. Uh, today's show is, is going to be about, uh, well, I'm calling it a world problem. So we're going to look at climate change as a world problem, which I, most of us know that, but I don't think we are thinking of it that way, at least not in the United States, um, at least from my uh, uh, what I read and, and what I watch and uh, maybe even political uh, debates about climate change uh, seem to not really be addressing the, the, the global problem of this. So that's what we're going to talk about. It is a world problem and we have to work, all the countries are going to have to work together or it's not going to work. And so I'm going to look at that and now and from a, you know, a United States perspective. So we, uh, but we're going to look at just some general information about energy use around the world, population, and the next, and the future, at least in the next 20 years or so of what is probably going to happen and how we need to think about it in the future and that uh, we have to start expanding our, our, our geography about this. Uh, so let's look at, I want to show you uh, some uh, graphs and, and uh, information about this. Uh, so this first graph is a, on population. Let's take a look at this. Now, this is a, an interesting uh, map of the world that has been altered. So it, it shows the size, uh, the population of a country is represented by its size. So as you can see, India, for instance, on this map is much, much bigger than it actually is. Uh, so China also. And so just looking at this, we can see that, I mean, just right away, you can see 3 billion people practically in China and India alone of the, what, seven and a half billion people in the world. Uh, United States is a medium sized country really as far as people, 326 million. So we know that climate change and environmental degradation is very closely related to human occupation, development, whatever you want to call it. Uh, except, you know, some very isolated areas uh, of people living extremely sustainable lives. But most, especially these Asian cities have, these Asian countries have massive cities that everyone has energy and electricity and are using, and it's mainly fossil fuels. So uh, this is just, uh, let's get a, a, a grasp on this and think about the future. So we can see that the East is going to have a massive effect 
So I'm showing you that because we need to think about historically um, the U.S. and Europe and U.K. We have been the main emitters of, of carbon dioxide and and affected the environment, the atmosphere more, way more than the rest of the world. That was the whole 20th century was like that, but it is changing. Uh, now, I know that uh, a, a Chinese, that the, the, uh, the energy uh, density of, a, of, the, of China, of a person, is more than the UK. So this is changing, and we know that the most of the emissions emitted have been in the last 35 years. So this is, a, I'm trying to show that this is a shift to the east in uh, global pollution is shifting to the east for sure. And that is going to be the trend for the entire, for the next 50 years, or maybe longer. And so that, we have to think about that. And like I, you know, uh, the United States for a long time was, used 25% of the world's energy and with only 5% of its population, but that is going down and it will continue to go down. So I'm just presenting this as a, as a new, as a way that we have to look at the future. So let's go on to another uh, a graph here. Now let's look at a, a chart of the global uh, primary energy uh, use. We can get a, an idea of. Uh, so this is a pie chart. Global primary energy consumption, 2016. So that's two, three years ago. So you can see that this adds up. Oil, gas, and coal adds up to about 85% of energy consumption, primary energy consumption. And nuclear and, and hydro and, and uh, renewables are a very small, still quite a small percentage. And so this is very concerning if we are trying to reduce emissions um, okay so we're still using 85% uh, fossil fuels and we know that that is dirty uh, uh, carbon dioxide emitting uh, fuels now let's look at Another graph. Of primary energy use. And this is a. Uh, uh, 
as an estimate by the EIA. Uh, this was, you know, this is 2010, but they're uh, they're looking forward. This looks forward to 2035, and you can see that oil, coal, natural gas continues to rise. So I think you can see uh, the problem we have. Um, okay. Uh, now I have another uh, website I was at um, that looks at coal power plants uh, uh, worldwide. Let's take a look at that. Uh, So I'll link all these websites, uh, but this shows, now I can't, uh, there's a slider on the top left hand of the screen that you slide back, it goes from 2000 to 2018. And you can see that these pink and violet uh, circles represent uh, under construction and planned coal power plants. And then on this graph on the lower left, you can see uh, that's this China is this uh, 45 degree rise is from China in coal production and coal power plants. Now we know that coal is being a little bit less, but coal capacity has never not risen ever. Uh, so it is slowing down, but that, so you can see the east again, this is a massive planned, uh, uh, continued use of coal power plants. And now finally, I want to show you a, uh, a graph, a, a map of projected primary energy consumption up until uh, the year 2040. Let's take a look at that. So this is change in primary energy de demand in, uh, in to this is millions of tons of oil equivalents. So this is projects to 2040 and we can see again United States is going to reduce its energy demand. So is Europe. But look at China and and then India. So China will peak and then maybe start reducing a little. But it, India in the future will be the major uh, energy demand. So they're going to have this is going to have to be, I mean, it's going to have to be clean energy if we are going to even come close to the IPCC projections and reducing emissions. But I've showed you that projections up to 20. 40 have projected massive increases in oil, 
and all fossil fuels. So, you see the problem we have. Uh, so the point is, is that this shows that if something isn't changed, that we, I think that we're in pretty bad trouble as far as global warming and changing the carbon cycle of the atmospheres is, uh, if this continues, if we continue with economic growth and we know that the East is just going to grow and they're going to use energy and it's going to be least likely that to, for them to reduce their energy consumption and, and, and be clean energy. They're just not developed enough and they... So that is, the future lies in the East. Those, India and China and, and all the other countries and uh, less so in, in South America and Africa or even the United States and Europe. So the point is, is that uh, if they don't do something, then we're, it was not gonna matter to the United States. You could, because we know that the atmosphere is a, it's a global atmosphere. If you emit and you change the concentration, the greenhouse gas concentration, it will affect the whole world the same. It doesn't matter where, really where it goes in, not in the long run. So what a scenario is, let's say that the United States adopts a Green New Deal. They perform amazingly. They cut emissions at all green, they're zero emissions by 2030. But what if the what if the rest of the world doesn't do that, especially the East? If India and China does not do that, what happens? Okay, maybe we don't have quite as much warming, but it's gonna be up to them probably more than any country, that the East, those countries, do something. Uh, you know, for instance, uh, we cut all those missions we do, like I said, yet we still have flooding, wildfires, and massive problems sea level rise, and all of it continues to happen. Now that's not, we're not gonna be very happy about that. <laughs> so that is my point, and that's the point of the show, is that we have to work together. We ha So I'm not saying for us to not do anything, but the current state of understanding of this that I see uh, with the protests and the debates and the way the U.S., I think 
or just thinking to uh, in a myopic way or isolated regional type thinking that if that it that you know it's like America uh, leads the world in innovation and, and has a big military and all that that's not going to matter it if we cut all emissions it's not going to save the world that's the point we're probably getting down to 20 to 15 percent of the energy use of the world so this is a climate this is a global climate system and all the world has to be involved in this And what this does is it forces the world to cooperate and work together or not, or we peril. I mean, it's just going to, we have to work together. And that's what the, the UN is trying to do. And so I hope that this... It can be quite depressing to know this because I've lived in the East and I've never seen such a degradation and disrespect for the for the the natural world in my life. I'm very worried about this is what I'm worried about. And I don't know I don't know what the United States can do about China and India and the rest of the world and they have it's been said that we need to we have to lead uh, they're obviously I mean anyway that's the uh, that's the show and and I hope that it will raise some awareness of this and debate and uh, because I don't hear much talked about it, it, it talk, it, I don't hear it talked about that much in this way. Uh, so that's the show, and uh, I hope that um, I hope I made my point. The point is, is that climate change has was used to be. It concentrated, it used to be thought of as it was caused by the West and the West has to fix it. And I think that is changing. I think that it is, the responsibility is being dispersed throughout the world, especially to the East. And I, I you know, I think that in the next 20 years that uh, Africa and South America will be the least probably contributors but it is going to the east. They will be the main force in climate change. So it is really up to them. And uh, you can surmise from that whatever you want, but it's going to have to... I'm just trying to kind of give people a perspective that the United States can't just cut through all the emissions and do this and we save the world and everything's, it's not going to be that way, clearly. From I, I don't see how you could think that. But uh, So I think that has to be brought up in the 
in the politics of this of saying how are we going to I mean clearly Trump pulling out of the Paris Climate Accord was a a very devastating blow to a, a world coming together on this so it's that's the uh, uh, that's the, the the challenge of the future is that we can as a world we can come together and work together on this so I hope I sure hope we can well uh, I'll end it there uh, thank you for joining me and I will see you on the next show of Living with Climate Change. Bye.